Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Dashback. And you know I'm no good. And this week we were talking about our first movie of 2020, uh, Birds of Prey, yep. or Harley Quinn. No, wait, or Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, or Harley Quinn, colon, Birds of Prey. Yeah, it's got a lot of names now, but I don't I don't give a shit about any of that weird-ass drama. What do you think of the, the renaming of the film after it came out? Uh, I read a thing that... They did it more for SEO reasons, uh, because like people were, like looking for like tickets and like couldn't like it wasn't popping up first, so they renamed <laughs> it that because people were typing like Harley Quinn and weren't typing in Birds of Prey, so they did that to make sure uh, it would help. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what like their official statement is. Yeah. I actually like Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation of, Har- of One Harley Quinn. I think that's a fun title, uh, but I can see how that's not something like executives would uh, would like at all. I don't know how it I, – I don't disagree that it's a fun, creative, and unique thing. It kind of sounds like a Panic at the Disco song from, like, 2008. Yeah. Like, why, do, why are we doing this? Like, I agree. I think it's fun. But at the yeah. same time, like, what is executive called, approved that? It should be called F9. How much uh, cocaine did Harvey Weinstein do before he approved that? I mean, hopefully, if he did, he is in the wrong boardroom and <laughs> Warner Brothers need to escort him off the lot promptly. <laughs> Uh, I mean, this is a while ago, right? This is yeah. probably filmed a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was filmed in like I don't know, like nineteen twenty one. Yeah, back when that yeah. was still okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, back in the Groucho Marx era. Yeah, back um, when you agreed with it still, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I was progressive. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was just trying to stay in power <laughs> uh, and better my and make sure that I got rich and I got mine. Yeah, which is what life's all about, right? I hope everybody listening to the podcast is like yanking on their collars and like looking at how much longer there is on this <laughs> already. Oh God, we just started. But I know when this movie was announced, you and I weren't excited about it. I could not have been yeah. less excited. Uh, then as the casting got announced, we weren't really that excited except for whenever they announced Ian McGregor. Uh, I think you and I both like that choice. Yep. I like uh, Elizabeth Winstead as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then we saw the trailer and it, like it looked like it would be maybe better than we thought, but we had low expectations going in. Yep. Um so I ended up I mean obviously we would have saw it and I ended up enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. You always enjoy all of these films a lot more than you thought that you would though for the most part. You always That's true. typically like Hellboy ten out of ten. Oh Dark God. Phoenix twelve yeah. out of ten. Oh my God. I was just happy that you didn't have Dark Phoenix as your number one. Deathstroke, Knights and Dragons. Uh, uh I mean really genre changing. Yep. <laughs> Earth shattering. <laughs> Go back and listen to that podcast. It's really a real special revolutionized CWC. <laughs> which is now America's number one streaming platform. Oh god, it's not. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh god. I've got the Nielsen data. <laughs> so tell me what do you like about this film? You uh, liked it so much, why don't you marry it? I mean, just general stuff. I mean, Margot Robbie is perfect as Harley Quinn. Yeah, she does a great uh, job. Just like Ryan Reynolds is great as Deadpool. Uh, Hugh Jackman's great at Wolverine. Like, I see her, like, right now, I can only see her playing Harley Quinn. Yeah, there's um, kind of that, that tie to it. It just makes fucking sense. It really does. From the cursing, uh, which, by the way, I loved. I, I read yeah. a lot of people complaining about that, and I thought that it added a lot Yeah, to I, I think, I mean, I think it's in line with Harley's character. Uh, I actually like that they opened with that animation for uh, just a quick backstory and origin story. Oh, they didn't have to pay Jared Letter to be in a movie for thirty five, or seconds? just so I would have to for see thirty seconds. The same origin story or something like the same origin story that we see again and again and again. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a 
fun way to do it, much quicker with Harley's narration as well. Uh, so I thought it started out really strong. I enjoyed that Harvey, or not Harvey. Oh, <laughs> oh. who's the goose? You are. Yeah. Uh, that Harley was having a breakdown because Mr. J dumped her. Uh, her narration over the top was a lot of fun. Uh, seeing her just have her meltdowns and cry in her apartment, uh, wearing like the unicorn ones or whatever it was, like just seeing her mental deterioration was a lot of fun. That seems really fucking dark, but I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah. Uh, the Harley Quinn stuff in this movie is the best stuff. Uh, it's way better than anything else other than the, the Zazz interactions with you and McGregor's Black Mask. Uh, those are the, the standout points for me. Everything else, I take a little to a lot of flack. Actually, I'll, you say that, but I think this had probably had the best fight scenes of any DC movie ever. Uh, I mean, how much is that really saying, though? I mean, well, I think a big part of it is because... Uh, I, w- I might disagree because of the Wonder Woman aspect of some stuff. Well, the... It looked very stylized, and they got the director of John Wick to help them with the fight scenes for the movie. I mean, the whole the chase scene at the beginning was one uh, of the amazing parts. I think it's funny too because, like, when and we're skipping ahead a, bu- a bunch uh, and spoilers for Harley Quinn. The egg sandwich, uh, bro. The egg sandwich. You wanted that egg sandwich too, admittedly. It looked delicious. Saw, it looked the amazing. Bacon, yeah, the way that they buttered that yeah. bread. The egg too was yeah. perfect. Uh, the only other way I eat an egg other than scrambled is fried, and that egg would fry to perfection. So you've never had a deviled egg before? Uh, egg I Benedict. <laughs> because you're a godly man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah oh. I, I don't let Satan <laughs> <Yeah>. tempt me. <laughs> no paprika. <laughs> yeah, paprika? No, no thank, thank you. Uh, but the scene where Harley gets past like the Gotham cops, I'll talk about that a little bit later, but when she's in like the prison sales and, and the sprinkler system goes off, like I'm like, okay, well, that's like a little ridiculous. But visually, it was so cool, like the water splashing up in that fight scene whenever they were fighting in the uh, evidence room, like the way Harley bounces the bat against the ground and smacks the guy in the face. Like yeah. that is all very like John Wick and looked super cool. Yep. Uh, and like the small stuff of like Harley getting powered up by uh, them, the goons shooting uh, a bunch of cocaine and the cocaine ring down across <laughs> her and like that powers Harley up. I fucking enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought that was a lot of fun. And I think probably... The funhouse fight scene was probably like the best fight scene of any DC movie ever, just because it was so over the top and so ridiculous. Uh, it was good. Uh, whenever Harley does the shoe change, which they don't realize because she's wearing roller skates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of a lot of really cool things in this, and most of it has to do with Harley Quinn. I really enjoy the uh, Huntress bits. Uh, I could not have cared less for all the Black Canary bullshit. You see her power used one time at the very end of the film, and then she passes out, and then and then she basically wusses the fuck out. Okay, let's talk about Huntress first. Okay. Uh, Hunt- Huntress cool shows backstory. up. Great backstory. Uh, just as like this, as the crossbow killer, just suddenly killing these mafia guys, which is, her origin story is very, very much in line with her comic book origin story. Uh, and, well, I love that is how you see her like as a like silent killer on this revenge mission, but as we get to more, more Nova personality at the end, she's just so socially awkward because her entire life she's been raised by assassins in Italy that she doesn't know how to be like a normal person <laughs> that she doesn't know how to react. She's got extreme anger issues. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever at the very end, whenever Harley steals black Canary's car, she's laughed because she assumes it's something funny. She doesn't know how to interact. Like I want to see more of that, like later in the future. It was just enough though. Like this was a lot of fun and leaving you wanting more. She was the only character that other than Harley Quinn that I really cared much about. I liked, I liked Cassandra Kane. Okay. I thought, 
Rosie Perez did a really good job as Renee Montoya. Uh, she acted just like I always see. She have you seen Pineapple Express? You've seen <laughs> yeah. this character. Yeah, you know. It's but they did say like thing. she acts how like you see every uh, TV show cop. I didn't like that joke. Joke didn't like yeah. For me, like I I get it. I I'm not like it's not over my head. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, huh? Okay. Note to sell. Look up cops from TV shows. Yeah, from the 80s. Yeah. Check out Rizzoli and yeah. Isles is on my iPhone for a note. No, nothing like that. Like I just didn't appreciate it. I love the shirt that she wore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I shaved my balls for this. Yeah. <laughs> from the evidence locker. That was a great touch. But here's my my favorite part of this movie is the dialogue. The story is nothing to write home about. It's nothing special. Typical. It's like, been, yeah. It literally yeah. has all been. Well, done I don't know if it's like typical, like breakup story, <laughs> murder rich story, but I mean, the, the beats are, 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 are very familiar. Yes, every single beat was familiar. Nothing, no treading new ground. All you're getting Except here, for one thing at the very end, which I'll talk about whenever, in a bit. Not allowed. You can't talk yeah. about whatever that is. I'll never talk about the end. Of. But I, I really liked the dialogue. The story, like you said, it's just. Well trotted area yeah. this time. Yeah, the the dialogue was super quick, super quippy the entire time, which some people don't like, but like I thought it was fun. Uh I will say, like, you didn't like Black Canary or didn't care for her. Black, oh, she was fine. Yeah. She was Bla- fine. Black Canary is my favorite uh heroine in the DC universe. I I um, always knew that you were a big fan of heroin. I mean, yeah. Uh thank thank you, Lou Reed. You inspired me <laughs> I was in seventh grade and I haven't looked back. Uh, but it's, I thought, uh, Judy Smollett Bell did a much better job than uh, I thought she was going to be. I wasn't a huge fan of the casting and I thought she did really well considering I thought her performance was good. I thought her Black Canary was a great like hand to hand combatment, which is true in the comics, how she should be disappointed that we only saw her powers once, but maybe because if she used her powers every time the movie would end in like five seconds. Uh, but like. That's still not like the black canary that I prefer. I was disappointed that there wasn't even like a hint of like Green Arrow or like uh, Star Seed or anything like that too, since those characters are so inevitably tied to one another. Uh, and I do think the movie slowed down whenever we went through like Black Canary's like backstory. I almost that's when the movie slowed. Fell asleep. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, despite some of the action sequences, like, there in the middle, like, that, that like, two-thirds of the movie right until the ending fight sequence, I was struggling. I had a soda that I had well, drank. <laughs> I had popcorn. Like, I was ready to go. But, man, it really knocked my ass out. Like, I couldn't stay awake. It reminded me of watching Teen Titans in a stinky theater in the middle of an okay. afternoon when I was exhausted. Nothing against Teen Titans. Yeah, don't you dare. It's a great film for what it is. <laughs> but my point Best picture is, winner. my point is, it just really lags, really fucking hard. And if you say it lags, that means a lot of people will think it really fucking lags. I think the big problem is too is that like it interrupts. It, it's bookended by such a fun scene where Harley Quinn breaks to the Gotham PD. Yep. She's got this gun. She's like this grenade launcher, not really a grenade launcher. She's got a couple beanbag yeah, guns. Yeah, that she stylized yeah. to have fun called the fun gun and like. The stuff, like, when she fires them, like, they explode into glitter and, like, confetti, which sounds ridiculous, but it was a lot of fun and very on-brand for Harley Quinn. And also, I loved that scene particularly because it showed, like, why Batman needs to exist in Gotham because the cops are clearly terrible at their jobs. Yep. Uh, really fucking bad. Yeah. So, but, like, I want to say, like, I don't know how long it was, but but it felt like 40 minutes of, like, the the build-up from 
uh, Black Canary to how Harley Quinn found out about it. Like, it interrupted all that. There's there's a massive just gap of content, of good content. And I that scene, here's what kind of took me out of it. Like, it is one of the most cool, stylized-looking things I've ever seen. I will never go against that. And it's one of the coolest action sequences in a comic book film. No arguments yeah. for me here. Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, we, we, one we, we, cop drew a gun in the police precinct when I mean, she's going in there they and are, smoking these dudes. I mean, they're Gotham PD, okay? Like, there's a reason why Detective Bullock made the rank of detective. I mean... There's a reason why Commissioner Jim Gordon is still the commissioner, despite the fact that the Joker's been murdering people for, for, for decades. I, I mean, oh. I get that, but not one of these motherfuckers <laughs> takes out a gun. Like, that's... I hate when people talk about realism in films, especially like this, but like... <coughs> Boy, yeah, that was rough. Yeah, why didn't why didn't none of them call Superman just in it in two seconds? That's See, what happened. Like that, yeah. that kind of stuff doesn't. <laughs> I'm, give you a hard time. Uh, I'm yeah. fine with all that. All uh, that like weird random shit. I'm fine with. Can these five women take down these eighty dudes? I'm cool with that. I don't give a shit. Like they're superheroes, whatever. But the cops not drawing a gun is like a kind of a weird fucking thing. Uh, can I say real quick? No. Uh, oh, wait, yeah, talk, talk for a minute. You can go have it, that. I did love like the opening crux of the film is that like everyone actually hates Harley Quinn, but no one messed with her because they thought she was with the Joker and everyone was scared of the Joker. And then when it became public that they broke up, then everyone literally tried to kill Harley Quinn. Like that was a great because everyone fears the Joker so much, even the main villain of the film, that she was untouchable because they were dating. Question. How much better would this film have been if in Harley's apartment, instead of that like cartoonish Joker, uh, and instead of a Jared Leto Joker, we see a... Walking Phoenix Joker face there. <laughs> Not pinned on or anything. <laughs> yeah. I think that would have been at least five times better. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, DC, I'm available. Yeah, but it was Walking Phoenix the... and her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I did love, speaking of her apartment, that she has her hy- hyena. Normally she has two in the shows and comics. Uh, but she named the hyena Bruce after the, quote, hunky Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Uh, which was a fun little joke. Uh, she's got the stuffed beaver and the tutu that she talks to, which is very much the line in, with Amanda, Amanda Connor, Connor and Jimmy Palmetti's run. So, like, although they pulled current stuff from the Harley Quinn mythos uh, and used that. Well, how much past stuff do they have to go off of? Uh, basically, everything from Paul Dini uh, <laughs> for the Batman made series in the nineties to now. I yeah. mean, there's. I mean, how how long is the Amanda Connor run? It's been going on since New Fifty Two, which was yeah, yeah. It's been going on for a long time. Years ago. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So, you know, just a couple issues. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's really not that much to go on. Anyways, uh, I digress. Uh, so, Ewan McGregor. I yes, th- thank you. Yes. I thought he was amazing as Black, Black Mask. Mask. So fucking good. He's so fun on screen. Yeah. Like, he's, he plays like that unhinged psychopath, but he has so much fun with the role, so over the top with it. Like whenever he talks about whenever he's showing Harley his like mask and like his uh, his uh, loft and he's like oh shrunken head. We talk about the tribe. He's like and now they're just some gross little decorations like in my house. Like, <laughs> he's like ooh ooh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like all these like ancient like statues like actor statues that are like probably hundreds and hundreds of years old. But in the middle is just a statue of him, which I thought was great too. He stole every scene he was in, yeah. and he was he was really really great. He he was so fun. Uh, I'm sad we'll never yeah, see him again. I know. It, which this is like the one like I know we're getting there. Like the anti trope thing was that like the big battle with Black Mask last two seconds 
because Harley pulls a grenade and he just blows up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I thought that was fun. Like, I, I thought that was very much in line with the movie. So. Yeah, I didn't. You didn't yeah. see it coming. It was yeah. just like, oh. The, the worst thing about it oh, is like, oh, we won't see Black Mask again. Like, yeah. that's a crappy thing about it. Which is fine. I'm okay with it. So what do you think of Victor's ass? I love Victor's ass, too. I'm happy he's represented on screen. Again, super sad I won't see him again. He was disappointed that, like, we didn't get... We got a little bit of, like, his scars, but, like... I wish we could have seen him like kill someone and like actually like carve yeah, a, a, a scar to him himself. Peel people's faces off. Yeah. I thought he was really, really funny. Again, all the writing in this, all the jokes, all Harley's jokes, I really liked it. I was a little sad that it's, it almost seems like Deadpool light is kind of what we're getting here. We're missing some of the just wildly gratuitous violence. We're missing some of the over the top just ridiculous humor. Did you ever see Bumblebee? I did not. Neither did I, but uh, Birds I know of Prey. it's supposed to be just incredible. It's supposed to be good, but I'm, I'm done with Transformers at this point. Uh, yeah, I watched the first two and I just yeah. decided never again. Um, yeah, after Orson Welles died and he wasn't doing up his prime <laughs> anymore, I was like, no, thank you. Uh, but <laughs> Birds of Prey was written by the writer of Bumblebee. Um, so I wonder if it's much in line, like tonalized with that. The film was directed by Kathy Yan, not Bumblebee, Bird to Prey. And I thought she did a great job as well for oh, yeah. someone helping like her first major uh, theatrical release too. Yeah, the, I mean, if you if you're talking about director, I I go back to the the egg sandwich sequence. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the coolest, and and it's weird to say that it might be the best sequence in all of DC films. But it might be the best sequence in all. Of and there's a bunch of like great like little stuff too, like when Harley I goes. I take that back. I remember <laughs> uh, the Joker uh, <laughs> locking the door after he had killed, uh, unlocking the door after mm-hmm. he had killed that guy. <laughs> uh, or I always go back to the Sh- Shazam sequence where they and try the show oh, uh, where they try chilly. to rescue the woman in the park and just making it really awkward and screw it up from the girl getting mugged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but. Um, that's a great sequence, and there's a lot of great stuff in yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's among the greats. Sure, yeah. Uh, like in Suicide Squad when they played uh, all those hits. Stop your talking. Uh, stop your talking right now. Nope. Uh, not I, listening. Uh, and none of our fans will be able to uh, listen. to Speaking what you're of saying. Suicide Squad, nope. Uh, there was uh, a nope. Harley did make a brief reference to the fact that she did uh, wasn't Suicide Squad and had a bomb in her neck and yes. got out of that mess. Yes, she did. Uh, that's and, all, all you to say. And the police station, there was a wanted poster of Captain Boomerang. Uh, she's oh, like, oh, really? I know that guy. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, I think she was oh, referencing. Yeah, yeah. And Captain Boomerang, aside from Harley, was the, the best part of Suicide Squad. I'm glad he's coming back out of, besides no one else's, but I'm glad he's coming back for James Gunn's version of Suicide Squad. Um, Do we know if Margot is going to be in James Gunn's Suicide Squad? She's in the cast, I believe. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, so that'll be interesting, too, to see how... That dichotomy? Well, and from going from, like, Bird to Prey, you're like, where she's not a part of the Suicide Squad, like, how, like, and she freed herself from that, to how she gets roped back in. Um, it could be very interesting. Uh, so, and why they'd even want her. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what I did dislike most about this film. I hated Cassandra Kane. Uh, really? I didn't hate the character. I didn't hate the actress, the performance. I just hated the fact that they named her Cassandra Kane because she was nothing like orphan in the comics. They could have called her anything else. They yeah. could have just named her like Joey, Joey, Jojo Sabado. And I, <laughs> I would have been 10 million times better. I thought the actress was a little apathetic. Um, or the way that she played the character was a little apathetic, but I mean that's I mean that's Orphan, yeah, yeah. you know. But I mean Orphan doesn't talk, uh, and w- yeah. we get a little bit of that. And Orphan is a world class assassin as well. 
this girl not was. Bad, but she did take down Black Mask. Yeah. I mean, this girl was like a B minus pickpocket. Uh, so it's pretty close. Um, she did kill two people in this film. That's true. Uh, which is why it's probably almost rated R because you have children killing people. <laughs> uh, one of the many reasons. Uh, and I know this film had, I think, one of the lowest debuts at box office, if not the lowest debut at the box office for a DC film. Yeah, it did. Uh, it made $33 million, maybe a little bit more. Uh, and I think that maybe some people will say it has a lot to do with like Suicide Squad because people didn't like it. But critically, it wasn't like, but that movie made a ton of money. Uh, Suicide Squad yeah. made over a hundred, like a hundred sixty million dollars. Movie is uh, so much better no than more. Suicide Squad. I know. So I don't think I, I think the R rating uh, probably hurt this film probably more than anything, and I don't think the marketing was the best for this film either. Yeah. Uh, people are like, oh, it's a female led team. I'm like, well, that's not it because Captain Marvel made bukus of money. Wonder yeah. Woman made bukus of money. Uh, I just think the R rating probably hurt this film, and because I think a lot of, a lot of Harley Quinn fans are probably. Under the age of 18 as well. Um, who probably gets it. But I would have guessed that if every person that ever cosplayed as Harley Quinn or dressed up as Harley Quinn for Halloween, this film would have made like $10 million. It, it, I mean, or sorry, $100 million opening weekend if they went and saw it. Yeah, here's the thing, though, is they probably fucking didn't. Um, Suicide Squad was this big thing. You've got Jared Leto Joker. Yeah, uh, Will Smith dead, dead shot. Yeah, Will yeah. Smith dead shot. And, oh, man, this up-and-comer Margot Robbie is... Yeah. Is this badass Harley And Margot Quinn. Robbie and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Rosie Perez, Journey Smollett-Bell, they're not the pulls that any of those uh, yeah, people are. Yeah, I mean, Rosie Perez has been around forever, but yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead and is, is a niche actress. Let's not forget, too, like, Batman was in Suicide Squad. He had one scene as yeah, Batman and one scene as Bruce, which there was none of that as well. Batman's always a draw. Yeah. Um, which, obviously, they couldn't use Batman right now because we haven't seen the Batman come out. Yeah. Uh, although there were references to him. Uh, which I enjoyed because any, any of that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, th- this film deserved a lot more money than it made opening weekend, and I hope it has a good word of mouth. Uh, makes direction. I think it had a pretty solid worldwide debut because I'd like to see more stuff with a Huntress and Black Canary and someone else on the team. The original Birds of Prey uh, was not Harley, but had Batgirl on there. I think Batgirl would be a great addition to the team. I agree, and you know what? I would I would watch a standalone film. Willingly, despite most of that that stuff being my least favorite parts of this film, the Birds of Prey stuff. But I think the characters were, were themselves well-written enough yeah. to where it could be interesting and their backstories were well-created. Well, well but my, my only issue is they were the most boring parts of the film. It'd be, what, Anytime Harley was on the film, I was hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> like, what is happening? Jokes are coming. I'm going to be enjoying this. And then we see Black Canary. We see Rosie Perez. We see Orphan. And yeah. it's like... What uh, DC should do, and they won't, but they should do like what Marvel does and make like a six episode series on like HBO Max or DC Universe featuring like the Birds of Prey, like Sam's Harley. Like mm-hmm. that's what should be done. It won't happen. Yep. But uh, that's, I mean, I think that'd be a great choice. Although uh, DC's not done for the year. Their other film coming out this year is also a female led film because we have Wonder Woman 84 coming out later yeah, this year. Yeah, we do. Uh, so this, and I still think this continues DC's role of good films. Starting with Aquaman, going to Shazam, and now Birds of Prey. I think all of these three films have been um, decent. None of them have been blow you away. I mean, you even have the Joker in there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you've got the Joker. Yeah. Um, none of these films have blown me away. None well, of them sorry, have I forgot like, Teen Titans go to the movie. 
uh, none of these have been like an eight and a half out of ten or anything, but like they're all enjoyable films. They're all rewatchable films. This movie is more stylized than James Wan's vision of Aquaman. Yeah, and definitely and more stylized than Shazam. Oh, by far, yeah. Yeah, but I think it works for like the way Harley is as well. Like you need a stylized version of Harley uh, to really go well. Yeah, it, it worked fantastic. And just all the jokes. They really fucking nailed it. I have a question. Why does anyone attend go to Black Mass Club? Like, there's <laughs> threats of murder, violence, uh, being violently stripped naked by the person you're with in front of everyone with a knife. Just like, it's his club. What are the Yelp reviews like on that club? <laughs> the Google reviews are poor, but also it's free to get in. I mean, there's only like, there's only like eight total booths. It's not like there's like a lot of room for seating. Like, this black... I mean, Black Canary obviously can't There's enjoy not, singing. Like, a dance floor, no, or really yeah. anything. There is a stage. I <laughs> did. I did really enjoy that that opening sequence at at his club, where Harley breaks the guy's <laughs> yeah, like, leg. yeah, the driver shoves on him. Yeah, again, yeah. that that egg sandwich sequence where you see all the people she's pissed off. Yeah, and this is like five minutes in the movie. Also, the guy too that she didn't so, know why the guy hated him as well. Oh, there's multiple people. There's question marks. The joke about the person chasing him in the car. She's like, uh, this Frida Carlo looking motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like Lots the, of good shit. Yeah. A bunch of throwaway gags that I'm sure we probably missed as well, too, that we'll probably pick up on the second watch. Yep. Uh, which, I mean, you see in Deadpool. So this is obviously DC's closest film to Deadpool out there, I think. Yeah, it's it's close, but it's still so far. Yeah. From, from what Deadpool yeah. was. Uh, so what do you rate this thing on a scale of 1 to 10? I'm going to give it a solid 7. Every time I think about it, my score goes up a little bit. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a solid 7. Very rewatchable. Um, if you want to skip like 40 minutes after that, uh, police film, and you'll be kinda, confused about what's going on. I don't think you will. I really don't <laughs> think you'll be confused. You'll be able to piece it together. Uh, I mean, when, when they brought the whole story together, that's when, yeah, yeah. Form. I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. Uh, I think it's probably DC's best film yet out of their, uh, starting at Aquaman, uh, on, uh, I wish I made more money, but I'm looking, I hope they still continue working with these characters. Uh, next week, we are jumping back into a TV show. We are t- going to be talking about October Faction on Netflix. It's based off the IDW comic by Steve Niles, who wrote Three Days a Night. Uh, so expect talk about vampires. Uh, that's what we're going on next week. And if you want to catch up, it's on Netflix right now. So be sure to catch up and watch it before our episode next week. Uh, we'll see. Anything else you want to say? As always, you can email us at hinchpinacomics at gmail.com. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to add other than Margot Robbie's a beast. And you should go watch her hot ones. Uh, because it's it's really enjoyable, and you get to have some cool inside information on this film. Um, but you were on Instagram. Uh, I'm on Pornhub every night, doing things. Uh, I mean, you pay for that premium account. You, I mean, you you're going to your money yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I paid three hundred dollars yeah. for life on yeah. Valentine's Day yeah. last you, year. Yeah, you, you don't pay and forget. Okay, <laughs> that was my yeah. girlfriend's Valentine's yeah. Day present to herself, and I just steal her login. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're, we've been on Facebook before. We've been known to tweet. Um, but that's all I got. Uh, like and subscribe. It would really mean a lot to our bank accounts. Yes, and just give us money. When we see in the street, yeah, slip us a 20, <laughs> shake our hand, and we'll give you a small plastic baggie. Uh, <laughs> What's in there? Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. scream, see. I'm not a narc. Uh, and just, just walk away. No matter call. where we are, what we're doing. <laughs> At work? Sure. Yeah, in the middle of, middle of a shift. I lose my job for that yeah. joke. Yeah, yeah, well reasoned. Alex yeah. lost uh, one of his jobs because of green shoes. True story. Yeah, it is true because <laughs> of green shoes. I did lose a job. That is not a joke. That's an actual fact yep. that happened. But it's not comic book related, so you'll never hear about it. 
Uh, for the comics, I'm Alex Dashback. And I am all the birds of prey and the emancipation of all the Harley Quinns. Henshin ain't easy.